You're listening to the System Saving Podcast, episode number 274. Today, we're going to be talking about how to create clear, engaging messaging to attract your ideal clients. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to bring this guest here today. We've had some good banter back and forth before we turn on the recording. And this is a really important subject. And I haven't gotten to really talk about it on the podcast, which is always fun for me. And so I'm really excited to dive into what is known as messaging. And if you haven't heard of it yet, then you are in the right place. And so my guest today is going to get all into the nitty gritty. So get your notepads ready. Tim, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Jordan. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. So glad that you're here. And for the listeners, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Sure, absolutely. So I uh, was born and raised in Northern California in the Bay Area, moved to the Denver area with my wife in in 2008, and that's where we still are today. Uh, My business is Rialto Marketing, and we um, it's a marketing agency. We help service businesses simplify marketing so they can grow with less stress. And we do that by creating and implementing a plan for them to communicate the right message to the right people. You know, one of the things that we find with marketing is so many business owners are just battling information overload. And, you know, they're constantly being bombarded with, you know, the latest and greatest tactics and tips. And it's just, it makes people feel overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you just can't You can't create a plan that you can easily follow and get results, but we believe that marketing, it shouldn't be difficult. You just, you need the right plan and you need to start to work that plan. Yeah. Oh, totally. I agree. So today we're really going to talk about how to create clear and engaging messaging to attract your ideal clients. And so before we get into things too, if you want to define messaging for those listeners who haven't, it's not a part of their normal vocab, uh, how would you describe it? I would say your marketing messaging is what you say, you know, and how you communicate what you do and the value that you provide. So this can be, I mean, it's really any message that you put out to a potential prospect, to your current clients, any of that communication, I would consider falling under your marketing message. And you've, it's got to be clear and it's got to be engaging. You know, so many people try to get cute and clever with their messaging and they make people sure. think. And if we make people think and wonder what the heck we mean, we have lost them. They are gone. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that people, I don't know what it is about being cute and clever. I think they think that's what gets people. But honestly, when it comes to an easily referable business, an easy yes to, you know, services or products is I know exactly what this does for me, right? So that is a good baseline for everyone to understand messaging. And so what is it that you know your clients' businesses look like before they've started to really take their messaging seriously? Before they start working on their messaging, typically what's happening is they're, it's, people go to their website and they, they're unclear. They don't understand what they do. They don't understand the value that they offer and why they would wanna work with that person. 
You know, so they're not converting leads. You know, they may be wasting money on various marketing channels trying to generate leads and they're not converting as well as they should. Got it. So by converting, you mean into clients? That, yes. That kind of conversion. Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, leads are great, but if they're not turning into clients, then they're of no value whatsoever. So, yep. you know, when you focus on your messaging towards your ideal clients and that messaging resonates with those clients and it makes sense to them, you are naturally going to convert more of those leads into customers. Yep. Got it. Which is all, what we all want. So yes. get your notepads ready and go ahead and start to walk us through your steps that we can take to get that clear, engaging message. Yep. So we use a storytelling framework. And, and before we jumped on them and hit, started recording here, we were talking about StoryBrand. And StoryBrand is the company that really popularized this framework. There's thousands of businesses that have used it. It just makes sense and it works. So here's the framework. And the framework, if you think about it, think about your favorite movie as I walk you through this. But every story follows a framework where there is a hero right, or the main character in that story. They have a problem that they don't know how to solve. They meet a guide. That guide gives them a plan that calls them to action so that they avoid failure and they reach success. Okay, so let's put this into the context of a movie. Okay, one of my favorite movies is the original Point Break. Okay, hopefully nobody faults me for this. But in the original Point Break, Keanu Reeves is a green FBI agent. He is the hero or the main character in the story. The problem, there is a band of bank robbers called the ex-presidents, which are robbing banks in Southern California. The guide in the story is Gary Busey. He's Keone's FBI partner. He's seasoned FBI agent. He's been there. He's done that. He knows what's going on. The plan that Gary gives him, he says, you know what? I believe that the ex-presidents are surfers. So you need to learn how to surf. Right, so the call to action is you need to learn how to surf so that hopefully you can meet these guys and infiltrate this group of bank robbers so that you avoid failure, right? They get away and ride off into the sunset and you reach success, we catch them. Okay, so that's a simple explanation or analogy to a movie. And if you think about, I mean, especially most action movies follow this to a T. So think about some of your favorite movies and I'm sure you can start to plug in the various elements to the framework. So now, how do we apply that to our business? Well, first off, the character in the story is your customer. Your business is not the hero. A lot of businesses position themselves as the hero and that's a huge problem because our customers aren't looking for another hero. They're looking for a guide that can help them solve their problem and get them to where they wanna be. So your customer is the hero. And what we wanna ask ourselves here at this point is what do our customers want as it relates to what we do? Okay, so we just ask ourselves that question, we brainstorm, and then we need to hone in on, okay, out of the eight to 10 wants that I came up with, which one is the most important that's gonna resonate best with my ideal clients? Second, you've got the problem section. In the problem section, there's multiple elements. First, every story has a villain. So we need to find a way to personify the villain in that story, in the story that we're inviting our customers into. So think about Allstate Insurance, right? If you, any of you guys have seen those commercials where they have mayhem, there's a guy, he's got a disheveled suit on, his face is all tattered, his hair's all over the place. He represents mayhem. 
and Allstate Insurance is the tool that their customers can use to defeat that villain. Okay, so how can we personify a villain in the story? For my company, I mentioned it in the beginning here, is information overload. Information overload is the villain when it comes to marketing. And our product, our services help our customers defeat that information overload. About figuring out the villain, I think it can be really hard. And, you know, because you think a villain is a person. And so I like that your example was a feeling. How can we determine really what is the villain for our clients? The best thing to do is just start to brainstorm. What with as it relates to what you do, what's the root cause of our customers problems? And just start to brainstorm that. What's that root cause? You know, so like in my case with marketing, it, there's so much information out there. People just get overwhelmed and they just can't do anything. You know, with another example is um, the Mucinex commercials. You know, the cold medicine, right? In their commercial, they've got this blob, this green cartoonish blob of mucus. That's how they've personified it. And that's what they're defeating. So think about the root cause of your customer's problems. That's where your villain comes into play. Does that help? Mm, yeah, that super, super helps. I just figure a lot of people, for me too, when I first heard this, I was like, I don't know really what the villain is because you start to think of villains like superheroes. Um, yeah, it can be real. People can get hung up on that. So just think about what's the root cause of the problem or what's the chief source of conflicts that your products or services help defeat? Mm. What do you, the, what would happen if you have multiple, multiple You things? need to pick one. Got it. <laughs> okay. Because that's, again, you can't, especially when it comes to like the wants, the villain, what do your customers want? Who's the villain? You got to pick one. Cause if you use multiple, you're going to confuse people. Mm. Yeah. And your message isn't going to be consistent over time, which it needs to be, to be effective. Got it. Okay. So Good once deal. you've got that villain, then you can look at the problem. And the, there's three levels of problem. There's the external problem. There's the internal problem and the philosophical problem. The external problem is just that outwardly manifested problem itself, right? So if I'm a plumber, what's the outward problem that my customers have? They have leaky pipes, okay? Or they have a clogged drain, okay? The internal problem is how that external problem and or the villain is making me feel. Am I stressed? Am I frustrated? Am I anxious? You know, am I worried? Okay. In our case, as a marketing company, our clients are feeling overwhelmed. And then the philosophical problem is what's larger than the story itself? What's the right versus wrong within this story? All right. So for us, for my company, it's marketing shouldn't be difficult. That's the philosophical problem. It shouldn't be difficult, but it is for a lot of people. Have you been hearing all the buzz about VIP days or one day virtual intensives and want to create one for your business, but have no idea where to start? Head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of VIP day you should create. You'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful VIP day business owners. Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. What would be some other philosophical options for people? Because again, this one's kind of one of those areas that can get people tripped up. 
Yeah, you can. And it's, you know, just think back to what's like, what's unfair or unjust about your customers struggling with this problem, with the villain, right? It's so, I mean, it could be any number of things. You know, a financial advisor whose clients are dealing with other advisors that don't listen to them or don't communicate well. You know, they don't trust their advisors. So it could just be something as simple as you should be able to trust the advisor that you work with. Okay. Yeah. That's a good, another example. So what your customers want, we've talked about the problem. Now we're getting into meeting the guide and your company is the guide. Because if you think about it, guides have already solved the hero's problem. They're much stronger characters. They exhibit a couple qualities. They have empathy because they understand exactly what it's like to be in the hero's shoes and they have credibility and authority. So all we're doing in this section is simply communicating empathy and establishing credibility and authority. Empathy is just simply making empathetic statements. We understand what it feels like to feel overwhelmed with marketing or, you know, many of our customers have battled information overload when it comes to marketing. You know, all you're doing is reiterating that you understand what it's like to experience the problems that they currently have. Mm. So you sprinkle that throughout your messaging. Establishing credibility and authority, I think a lot of people overthink this. This is not difficult. Get some testimonials, you know, three or four testimonials. Do you have certifications? Do you have awards that you've won? Have you been featured in other publications? You know, are you doing guest podcast speaking? You know, have you been featured on other podcasts? Do you have high profile clients that will actually allow you to use their logo? That's all you need. Couple of those elements, testimonials, and then some certification and awards, put those on the homepage of your website. That's gonna help establish that credibility and authority that you are the guide. Mm, yeah, question about testimonials. I found that people, you know, have opinions about like character testimonials versus results testimonials. Do you think that there's a balance of both? Like what's your take on testimonials? I think that your testimonials should be focused on the problem that the customer had, how you help them solve it and the benefit that they're now experiencing. Got it. Keep it simple. Yep. I love it. So the next thing is you got to give people a plan. Guides with plans are trusted. And that plan is really just nailing down what are the steps that that hero or your client needs to take to get from where they are to where they want to be. So the first type of plan we have is a process plan. And the process plan is are those steps. What's it going to be like to work with you? So one of the ones that I, um, that I always bring up, was a, a, which I love, is an event planner. And their steps one, two, and three are listen, collaborate, and wow. I'm gonna to listen to you, we're gonna collaborate with you, and then you're gonna have a wow event. Okay, great, simple, right? For my company, you know, it's talk with us, get the right plan, and grow your business with less stress, right? That last step, we're just focusing on one of the benefits that they're gonna experience. We do a bunch of other things. Does the event planner have like 50 things that they're doing as part of that process? Yes, they are. But do your clients care about that in the beginning? No, they don't. And if you talk about all those things, you're just gonna confuse them. So what we're doing with the process plan is we're alleviating confusion. What's it gonna be like to work with you? The second plan type is what we call an agreement plan. And your agreement plan alleviates fear. 
What fears might they have in doing business with you? So a good example is CarMax, right? They're a used car dealer. Their agreement plan talks about, we're never gonna haggle over the price and all our vehicles pass our quality inspection check. So that alleviates the fears that we all have when we're gonna buy a used car. Oh my God, I've gotta go in and I'm just gonna haggle with the salesperson about the price and he's gonna go back to his manager and come back and then he's gonna go back to his manager again. I don't wanna deal with that. Mm -hmm. And I just bought this used car. Is it gonna drop the transmission three blocks down the road? So their agreement plan is alleviating those common fears. And that's what you can do with yours as well. What fears do they have? Take those fears and reposition those into positive statements that are gonna help alleviate those fears. Got it, yeah, love that. That's always a part of it, because whether I found that if somebody has worked with someone similar to you before, it's almost like you have to overcome even more hurdles than if it was just somebody who's never worked with XYZ person before because, you know, people then come with even different expectations than if they were brand new to the process or plan, right? Yes. Uh, So what would be some, I guess, fears that may be ones that people don't think about often, but do come up in new clients? Well, so I'll give you some examples from my business because the fears that your clients are going to have are probably different than mine, right? But you have to understand and you can, you know what those fears are because they come up in your sales conversations. You know, when you have an initial conversation with the prospect, the questions that they ask help you narrow down on what their concerns and what their fears are. But from a marketing standpoint, you said, you already mentioned this. A lot of times we're talking to people that have worked with other marketing providers and they had a bad experience. Well, one of the common things that comes up is, I was given a money every month and I had no idea what the results were. And they didn't communicate what was happening. So one of the things that we bring up in our agreement plan is we'll communicate your marketing results so you know what's working and what's not. I mean, is that difficult? No, it's not. It seems like a pretty obvious statement, but most people don't make it. So, you know, what's another issue that they have? Um, they have no idea what the marketing company's doing. You know, so they're like, gosh, I'm paying you every month. You're supposed to be doing this and that, but I don't know. I'm not seeing that, right? So that fear, we take that fear and we move that into, look, our work comes with 100% transparency. If you've got a question, just ask and we'll tell it to you straight. Again, we don't have to overcomplicate this. Just think about the concerns that your prospects address with you in your sales conversations and take those fears and convert them into positive statements that are going to help alleviate those fears. Mm. Love it. Yep. Super helpful. Great. And then what's next? So then you've got your last two steps, avoiding failure and reaching success. So avoiding failure, what we need to outline is what do our prospects have at risk if they don't work with us? What issues, problems, failures are they going to continue to experience if they don't work with us? We need to let them know what they have at stake. And so in this step, what you really want to do is just brainstorm what's going to continue to happen if they don't work with us. I like to get, I mean, you can have a lot in here just so that you can, and this is how you can vary your messaging by putting in different failure elements. But I think you want to have at least eight to 10 down on paper. And in your messaging, you treat failure the failure elements like salt in the recipe. I don't think you want to fear monger people. You know, if you put too much salt in the recipe, it's going to be horrible, but you need to sprinkle them in throughout your messaging so that they understand what they have at risk. 
on the flip side, your success elements, you need to highlight and paint the picture of what it's gonna be like for your clients when they work with you and they reach success. We need to paint the picture of what that's gonna be like. We can't assume that they're gonna know. So we need to start to then brainstorm, okay, what's success look like? What are those benefits gonna be? And you can have a lot of these. I like to get 10 to 15 if I can. And you should be able to. A lot of people, it's easy to get those surface level things. You know, so like for us, well, it's, you know, one of the benefits is you're going to grow your business. Okay, great. That's a surface level. If you get a bunch of surface level and you're having a hard time getting other ones, you need to ask yourself why. Like why is growing their business going to a benefit? What do they really want below that? that's going to help you dig below the surface. So they may want to grow their business because they want to be and feel successful, you know, or they want to love their business again. They don't love their business right now because it's stressful. They're not generating enough leads. They don't know what to do. They're overwhelmed and getting a marketing plan in place and starting to grow their business is going to make them and help them enjoy their business all over again. Those are the deeper benefits below the surface. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Taking it steps further for sure, rather than, you know, the typicals of like, if you work with me, we'll save you time and make you money and live the best life. It's like, okay, cool. Everything does that, I feel like. Um, yeah. <laughs> argue that for everything, right? Like, toilet yeah. paper, you could. So I think really feeling into the specifics under each of those as well as additionally is is really big and how you can like stand out in the marketplace too and not sound like a broken record like everybody else yeah um, for sure so yeah i think those last two areas are really where the golden nuggets like fully form and you can go out and really speak to your clients and your target clients so I love all of that. And this was super helpful. And I know that messaging is, you know, something that isn't talked about enough in my personal opinion. And so I'm really excited that you guys listening are hearing this so that you can get ahead of the curve. And it's something that I feel like business owners later on look to, but if you could do this earlier on the better in my opinion so i just thanks tim for walking us through that and so this is the segment where we get to talk about tools that you love in your business so it could be related to messaging it could be just fun tools that you use in your business sure so two tools that i use when we're working on messaging for clients one is grammarly they have a free option and they also have a paid option but it's just a really good tool just to make sure your writing is on point. The other one that I use is called the Hemingway app. And the Hemingway app, I love because it really helps make sure that and gives you feedback on whether or your sentence is too long. You know, do you have too many commas in there that are then going to confuse people? And so that's a great way to really hone in on are my sentences short and sweet to the point? Are they clear? and making sense. Those are two awesome tools that we use all the time when we work on messaging that I would highly recommend you check out. Yeah, love it. I've heard of both of them. I've used Grammarly. I haven't used Hemingway though. So that's always fun to hear new tools. And you have a freebie for our audience if they want to dive even deeper. So if you want to share a little bit about what that is and where they can go to find it. Sure. Yeah. If, if, if you like what we talked about today, you want to dig deeper into it, you can shoot on over to our website at rialtomarketing.com. That's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. And then just go to forward slash systems dash saved dash me. I've got some free tools there for you. 
the brand playbook template that we walked through today. There's the template there for you that you can use. There's a customer insights survey there. We highly recommend people interview their existing clients before doing this because oftentimes your clients can articulate your value so much easier than you can. You will gain so much information by doing that. And then there's a bunch of other tools on there to help you with what we consider the marketing fundamentals. Your messaging is one, but your target market and having a plan are the other two. Nail the fundamentals before you start doing anything else. Otherwise, you're going to waste time and money with your marketing. So they can go there. I also have a free consult there. So if you want to jump on a call with me, get some clarity on where to focus your marketing efforts next to get the best return, just schedule a free consult. Be happy to chat with you. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, we'll have all the links, all the goodies for you to go and make it easy to connect with Tim, say hello and get all the, get even more goodness from him and whatnot. So thank you so much again, Tim, for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.